Welcome to the Friday Five Podcast with your hosts, Brent Lowry and James Gilcrease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday Five Podcast with your host, Rex and... And Brent, our Bono, our... I don't know. I kind of have a lot of names now. Well, yeah, you got... Uh, husband, I do. <laughs> you have father, father, and dad, and uh, leader of the house. <laughs> Bill and Tate. you have, and you have dad or daddy or whatever your son calls you. What does your son call you? We're going with dad. You know, when I first told Becky, I was like, "What? What do I? What do I want my son to call me?" And I first said, "I like Papa," but then I started imagining Harrison as a ten-year-old saying "Papa," and I was like. I like dad. We'll go with dad. Yeah, Papa seems uh Papa seems like your your dad. He yeah. would have been a good papa. He goes by Pops. Pops. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Um so has your has your son called you dad or daddy or da or something like that yet? <laughs> He's still working on that, man. Still. Um he has hasn't quite gotten there yet. He's uh he's more um attached to mama right now. So. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But you you hang out with him, and y'all watch Disney movies. I know your family's a big Disney people, and I follow your wife on Instagram, and I see him playing with Woody or Buzz Lightyear or the dinosaur. Um, so y'all watch movies together. Do y'all ever play video games? I know he can't like actually play video games. He's not he's not two yet. <laughs> He's not, he's not too yet. Um, yeah, yeah, we have actually, but, um, yeah, love watching movies. I love, I get a kick out of showing him some old films that I enjoyed growing up. And, um, yeah, we recently got him in front of the, the Super Nintendo, uh, classic edition. Okay. Uh, Actually, no, it wasn't the Super Nintendo classic. It was a Super Nintendo, just a regular one. I have Toy Story for the Super Nintendo. So he will literally crawl over there, pick up the game cart. Um, and want me to put it in. He just sits on my lap and watches me play. So it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I think he's kind of getting the idea. Does he pick it up and say, "I want to play Toy Story," but he doesn't say, "Dad." <laughs> I want to play Toy Story on the Super Nintendo, not the Super Nintendo Classic, the regular Super Nintendo. Yeah, but he doesn't say, "Dad." Okay, yeah. full sentences. I yeah. get it. Oh, he I, um, he just doesn't want to say it. So. <laughs> I refuse to say dad. Yep. Um, dad, though, so that's not the reason. Well, with this Friday Five podcast, today, I think it's June 22nd, yep. um, why don't we talk about our top five video games? Okay. Because we're, All right. we're both in our mid-30s. We lived through the golden age of video games, I would say. I don't, I don't really know if there's a term for it. But yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, when we were growing up, the Nintendo was just now getting hot, and uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Okay, well then, this is what we'll do: I'll list five, you list five, we'll alternate or whatever, and then maybe at the end of it, we'll we'll you know see if you would pick one of my games, I would pick one of yours, and uh, if you're cool with it, I would like to go first. I'm okay with that. We'll let you go All first. All right. Well, with my first pick, video game, I would have to select I'd select Sunset Riders. 
Nice. I don't, I don't know if you remember this game, but uh, well, basically back in November, I bought a Super Nintendo Mini Classic, and my my friend Pizza Jason um, jailbroke it for me. And one of my main games I wanted him to add was Sunset Riders. But uh, my brother and I love that game. It just reminds me of my childhood. You basically have four cowboys to pick from. You have Steve and Billy. They had like little pistols or revolvers. And then you had Bob had a rifle. And uh, Cormano, I believe was his name. I think he wore pink. Cormano, yeah. I, I remember the guy in pink. That's what I remember. Okay. Cormano used, uh, uses a shotgun. Uh, for some reason, I always picked like uh, Bob or or Carmano because the bullet spread was a lot better than than the the pistols. But um, it was a scrolling screen game, kind of like a Ninja Gaiden or Ninja Turtles, and I love those games. Um, you just walk down the street and you basically handle up on your business. You know. <laughs> now, now, is that the one that you could actually shoot into the uh, background? Like, yes. Okay, like, like you could shoot up and all that type of stuff. So it was yeah. really, it was really kind of, I don't know, it was just really cool to me. But um, and then the thing is, like, I'm not sure how many times my brother and I beat that game when we were growing up. But like I said, I have it on the Super Nintendo Classic now, the Mini, and I know we played it at Christmas, and I'm telling you. We could not beat, we could not get past level three or level four. We couldn't do it. We were trash. <laughs> we were complete trash on the sticks. Like, I don't know why, but anyways, that, that's just a fun game that my brother and I like to play. And my brother's uh, three years older than I am. So he turns 38 this year. So video games were all the rage at our house and Sunset Riders was a, was a staple. And I think the first time I plugged in the Super Nintendo NES um, Classic um, to play it, it was a Sunday. We missed church. Um, <laughs> she was sick, my wife. And I plugged up, started playing, and I just looked at her. I was like, babe, you're looking at me like when I was 10 years old doing this. And I just looked back at the screen, and I hear her just say something like, I'm looking you at – I'm looking at you when you're 34 doing this <laughs> and I just felt defeated. <laughs> I just looked, I just slowly turned to her and I was like, why would you say that? Why? You're killing my vibe. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this. Did you ever play the arcade version of it or was it just the home console version? I think, um, we, we had Aladdin's castle here. Yes. And there was also a, an arcade at the bowling alley. My parents went to every Monday night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but I don't remember seeing it at, at Lions Castle. Yeah, I I don't know if it was there. We had like two or three arcades. I don't remember the name of the other ones, though. But um, that's an awesome pick, though, man. I um, It was definitely one of the hardest games, maybe, for the Super Nintendo. And I think a lot of that, the reasoning behind that was the port. You know, you're trying to play like basically an arcade port with that controller. Yeah. 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 So that that's my uh, that's my my pick. I wouldn't say it's my number one pick, but that that's my pick. So uh, what's your uh, what's your pick? 
All right, guys. Uh, for my first pick, I'm kind of starting off big here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to top this, but I'm going to do my best. My first pick is The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time for the Nintendo 64. Um, this came out in November of 98, and I remember getting it for Christmas that year, and probably one of my favorite Christmas gifts. That was pretty much that was the game of that holiday season. That was basically a system seller for the N64. Um, I don't even know where to start with it. I mean, it did everything so incredibly well. It basically expanded so well on the Mario 64 um, gameplay, which had already been established, I think, maybe a year, a year, maybe two before. Um, It's just everything you would want in a Zelda game. Uh, I grew up with Zelda on the NES and the Super Nintendo and this actually lived up to the hype. Um, I remember my first time ever playing it. Uh, it was a demo at Walmart, which, go <laughs> do you remember the Walmart demo stations? I vaguely remember Walmart demo stations. I don't think they have those anymore, actually. Well, Best Buy, I mean, Best Buy has the demo stations. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Toys R Us used to have them, too. The Toys R Us ones were really nice. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> The Walmart ones where you had to look up at such an angle, your neck was hurting after like five minutes. But um, yeah, I remember going to Walmart, you know, with my parents whenever they would go and um, there would be a line by the N64 uh, booth and it was people just lined up like you're at a concert almost lining up. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get that merch. Yeah, you were lining up to uh, play a game. Um, so I waited in line, and I just remember the first time playing it, I just was hooked I, after about five minutes. Um, how long How long did you wait in line? Like, if you could, if you um, can remember. It was basically a situation where I would go over there, and then, like, my mom or whatever would go shopping. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know, 10 minutes maybe. It was, you know, then you would always have that one kid that didn't really understand that there were other people waiting, and maybe he should yeah, eat the game twice while he's on it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, that's my first pick. Um, amazing soundtrack, um, amazing gameplay. It had, um, had a lock-on system, which was fairly new at the time to be able to lock onto an enemy. It had been done before, but... Um, Things like that are so um, small now when you think about it. Like, okay, big deal. It had a lock-on system. That was a big deal at the time because it actually fixed so many issues with camera angles, which usually destroyed 3D games back then. But, um, yeah, had a great ending, great story. Probably one of the greatest games ever made. Never played it. Got to go play it. It's it's a must-play. I've never played it. Yeah, I was going to ask, were you an N64 owner or? No, and, and I, t- I, I mean, I touch on that later on in my, in, you know, when I'm thinking about all my games. Yeah. Um, I never did. I did own a, a regular Nintendo. We had Zelda. The gold cartridge, like, just stood out. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember my dad stayed up all night playing Zelda <laughs> to the point where my mom would have to kick him off. And... <laughs> It'd be like four o'clock in the morning. She's like, Gary, what are you doing? Yeah. And he beat the whole game. So whenever it got time for me and my brother to sit there and play, like whenever, you know, the hour we got to play it a week, um, he would be like, oh, burn that bush right there. or push <laughs> the stone. Or, and then we're like, 
Dad's a genius. He's like a Nintendo Power magazine. <laughs> I was about and, to say he's your own Nintendo Power guy. And no, it's it's the fact that he would stay up four o'clock in the morning playing it, so he beat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember the original Zelda had a bunch of puzzles that there was one where basically you had to break a specific rock, but it didn't give you any indication that that was the rock to break. You just by random. It was one of those you call them pretty much Nintendo Power games because you would almost have to get Nintendo Power and look at the tips to beat it. Yeah, I, I will say that I have the Nintendo Mini Classic, and I eventually, um, a friend of mine, when we got it, we we're like, let's play Zelda, let's beat it, and <laughs> it was so difficult. And he he works at Centenary. His name is Jeremy Johnson, also known as Thunderbird. But he, like on their time, he printed out the entire Zelda map for us to use. That's beautiful. Yeah. They'll like paste it together and put it on the wall as one giant map. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It's above uh, my bed. My wife hates it. <laughs> well, anyways, that's my pick. Uh, we definitely need to get you to play Ocarina of Time, Gilcrease. And um, speaking of which, let's go over to you for the number three pick and your number two pick. I know you're not really big into sports but I, I i love sports video games um so i selected ncaa football 2013 it came out on ps3 yeah ps3 um but i played all the versions of nc uh it was by ea sports who did it um they did all the ncaa football games on ps1 2 3 um i choose this one because it is the last one ever made. Really? Yes. So they discontinued the line, even though it was like a billion dollar title, I guess you could say. Wow. I won't say company because ECA, I mean, ECA, Evangel, uh, EA is the company. But um, yeah, they they discontinued the, the line, I guess. Um, so... They discontinued it because, I mean, it was making tons of money, but it was making it off of college football players. Okay. So EA, EA pulled it and uh, in 2013 when it made $3.8 billion. My gosh. So uh, the players didn't receive any of the money, even though they were the reason the game sold so much. It's it's uh it's against NCAA policies for players to to make money while in college. Like they can't they can't sign on to you know Nike or or other endorsements, Gatorade stuff like that um, while they're in college. Let me ask just... you, let me ask you this. I'm sorry. Um, so did they actually use their names in the game, or was it just their numbers and the, kind of their likeness a little bit? And their their likeness, where they're from. I got um just their numbers. But like their skill sets, mm-hmm. but you could go online through PS3 and download the NCAA rosters. Okay. So um, that was kind of their workaround for it. Yeah, oh. but I I love this game so much. I actually went uh, on eBay because I couldn't find my own copy because I've moved so many times. I bought another copy of it, and every <laughs> I'm not kidding. Every Sunday afternoon, I play NCAA football. 
<laughs> and it's 2013. And here's the sad part. Like, I, I'm a part of Reddit. Um, Me too. There's, there's actually uh, a page for it where people still play and talk about it. <laughs> so there's still, like, this little hub of people that still upload YouTube videos and and talk about it. And, and it's a lot of fun. Like, I love it. I absolutely love it. Me and T-Bone, a guy we went to high school with, we played it. We, we would play NCAA football to, like, the sun would come up, and we were playing it. Like, it was no joke. Like, I remember one time, you could make your own schools, your own stadiums, own uniforms, own players. It was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a cool world to be a part of, um, especially um, Evangel being a football school. So, everyone made Evangel. Um, but <laughs> – I just remember playing it nonstop. It was a lot of fun. It was my, you know, high school years. But, yeah, I still play it to this day. I, so, I'm, I have a San Diego State University now because I couldn't, I couldn't get another job. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an offensive coordinator, and I, and I picked a school, and I ran with them for like four or five years. And I didn't want to sign on an extension. So I went to go look at other schools before I signed on back on to UCF. And I looked at so many schools that UCF basically terminated me. They totally told you to get along. And I had to go find a new job. And I got, like the only school left was like Kent State. And it was <laughs> awful. So okay. I remember I remember texting someone like, yeah, I got this new job at Kent State. I'm just going to ride it out. The kids hate it here. Yeah. So I act like it's the real deal. Couldn't you create your own high school team? You, well, no, you couldn't create a high school, but you would create a college. Okay, but you could just call it. Okay, I got you. Yeah, and you could call it Evangel. You could call it C.E. Bird. You could call it whatever. It got to the point where me and Tim, there's a there's a divisions, conferences, excuse me, in college football. Like LSU's at the SEC. We would take one of the conferences – delete everybody out of that conference, build like 10 high school teams and we would play. It would be bird West Monroe. It would be all of us. And it was, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. Could, that, you, that be, could you create stadiums or, I mean, you what, create what was, stadiums, what? stadiums, uniforms, the school, That's hell awesome. you could, uh, you could do a mascot. Really? <laughs> yeah. You could, you could do everything, man. You, you would pick out signs like, on the WWF games where you pick out signs, you could do that. Yeah. That's so, awesome. But know. yeah, that, that would be my number. Yeah. That would be my second pick. So what, uh, what, what else you got for me? All right. My next pick is. My next pick is metal gear solid for the PlayStation one. Ooh, snake Politsky. <laughs> Very good. I was hoping you would be familiar with this game. Yeah. Um, it came out in September of 98, which kind of blew that because, holy crap, Zelda came out in November of 98. So that was a really good year for gaming. Um, uh, do you remember this game at all, Gilchrist? Uh, me and my brother played it. I think it, it had a tie-in to Pizza Hut at one point. It it did. Um, <laughs> that was one of my... One of my top things here, um, Pizza Hut um, had a had a partnership with Sony, and what you would do is you would order a certain pizza. I've, you know, I want to say it was stuffed crust. Is that when stuffed crust came out in '98? I think it was. That was a big deal back in the day. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, you had to eat it backwards. So good you <laughs> ate it backwards. But what you would do is you would order a certain pizza from Pizza Hut, and it would come with a demo disc. Um, it literally came, like, taped on top of the box. And demo discs are kind of a thing of the past. Um, I still have a bunch of them, but uh, you can get them through the mail. You can get them through different promotions. And um, this demo disc had a bunch of games on it, but one of the games was Metal Gear Solid. And basically, it lets you play about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And to say that I played that 30 minutes a lot is an understatement. I, I just played it over and over, kept discovering new things in it. And I was completely hooked just on that. So I ended up getting the game. Easily one of the most cinematic games ever created. Um, it had opening credits, which for the time, a game with opening credits was kind of new. And um, I don't know, you just kind of immediately felt you were playing something kind of special. Um the music, the soundtrack was mm-hmm. was untouched at the time um, and really featured some of the most unique characters you've played in the game since then. Yeah. Um, some of the bosses were just insane. They were um, one of the most memorable ones. Um, the boss's name was Psycho Manis, which if that's, if that's not a wrestling name, I don't know what is, but. That is WCW 96 right there. <laughs> Psycho Man, it sounds like somebody that would come out with Glacier and like be his tag. I was going to say Kevin Sullivan. That's Oh, the Dungeon of Doom. Psycho yeah. Manis. He could have easily been. They could have actually dressed him as the video game character. It would have worked. But um, <laughs> when you fought Psycho Manis in Metal Gear Solid, he would ask you, he would ask the player pretty much to put their controller on the floor. And you're like, okay. And you would do it. And he would actually make the controller move across the floor. It what? Would, I'm. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Ouija board type stuff. Yeah, you had to say a spell beforehand. And I'm not sure how. Um... But yeah, demon. it would vibrate and it would move across the floor. Jeez. Um, and then he would actually read your memory card. Um, if there was a game on there that was also made by Konami. Which yeah. is a company that came out with the the game, he would tell you about it. He would say like, "Oh, you haven't gotten so far," and I don't know. I, I can't think of another game, but uh, it it was very um surreal at that time. Which nowadays it's like, okay, whatever. But you know, at that time, I'm sitting in front of my TV thinking that somebody's watching me or something. I don't know. Yeah, your mind's blown. Let me ask you a question about the demo disc. Yeah. Was Bushido Blade on there? <laughs> Pretty sure it was. Um, that was on there. Uh, Tomb Raider 2 was on there. And I yeah, think yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot was on everything Sony back in the day. <laughs> Aren't they coming out with a Crash Bandicoot movie? They probably are. I, I have no idea. I hope not. <laughs> I, I uh, bet Dwayne Johnson's a part of it. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Really quick. Snake Pelinski. Yeah, that name. It's actually from um, Escape, Escape from New York or Escape from uh, Escape from New York. Kurt Russell. Yeah, his I character never, Snake. I never really understood the tie-in, but uh, that was always an awesome little kind of an Easter. nugget. Because I don't, I don't think you, I don't think you learn his last name until Metal Gear Solid Two, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I re- I remember the first. Uh, I, it's been a while since I played that, but the first one. Um, the first level, I remember, I think you had to crawl through air, like, duct. air ducts, yeah. right? Yeah. It's been a while. 
But I remember that it was a pizza demo for some reason. A Pizza Hut demo. I mean, I don't know how you could have a better Friday night, honestly. I mean, you got TGIF, you got pizza, and then you have a PlayStation demo. I'm pretty. That's I'm good for the weekend there. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm good for a solid week. There's nothing else I really want at that time. Yeah, yeah. But um, just an absolute classic game. It's it's a must play. Ten out of ten. Um, and of course it released or it was the beginning of um several Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid games. Um, they're still releasing them actually. Um, I I always thought that that would have been a good movie franchise they talked about it for a while i believe yeah and i think the i think the thing that held them back was the fact i mean it could be a million things um but maybe because of the name being tied to escape from la or escape from new york it could be um see i i'll i don't know we'll have to dig in a little more maybe somebody can leave a comment um because metal the metal gear series started back on the nes um but it wasn't as popular. Not everybody kind of knew about it. But I don't know if his name was Snake, uh, however you say the last name. Pliskin um, or Polinsky or something. Pliskin. I th- yeah, something like that. I'm not sure if you heard his last name in that one or not. But um, anyways, that's my pick um, for the PlayStation 1, one of the greatest games of all time. So I think we will go over to Go Crease and uh, we'll get your next pick. All right. My next pick is a classic, and it is... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. That's my next selection. Classic. This is my youth, basically. (laughs) God, I I had uh, the van. I had that shot out the pizza disc. Yes. I had had it all, man. It, It was just unbelievable. That whole cartoon world movies shout out kevin nash um <laughs> super shredder <laughs> super shredder secret of the ooze yep. um that whole world like man i loved it um but that video game on the super nintendo was just dynamite um how could it get any better you were a ninja turtle and you hopped through time you were on a I remember you were on a train at one point. Um, You're in the future on hoverboards. Back to the Future 2. And with the train, it would be in Back to the Future 3. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Um, but anyways, that, that Turtle game was awesome. Uh, it's another game my brother and I would crush. Um, I would always get Leonardo. I don't know why. He was the leader. Swords pretty cool um but uh as i grew up i started thinking about it and i realized that donatello would have been a better uh, choice because he had a better reach with his bow staff yeah so now, i was always now, always a donatello guy i don't know why well after um after i thought about it and I, now i play with donatello and actually on my bachelor party trip can't talk much about that um <laughs> I'm kidding. I can. Um, we ended up at an old school like art bar and an arcade, and it had like NBA Jam, and then there was Turtle uh, Turtles video arcade game, and there's like nine of us, and we all just crushed that game. Uh, it was a lot of fun. But um, 
like I said, I have that Super Nintendo Mini Classic. This was another game that I told Pizza Jason that I have to have because it's my youth. Um, so after my brother and I gave up on Sunset Riders because we could not beat it, um, <laughs> we we gave uh, we hopped into that uh, Turtles in Time, which we made it all the way to the future where you're on the hoverboards and the cities in the distance yeah. or distant or distance, whatever. Uh, shout out of angel. Um, <laughs> so we played that and I ended up, I ended up crashing or something. I died and they wouldn't let me get back into the game. <laughs> but with that game on any uh, super Nintendo, like all you had to do is just press start and you're back in the game. <laughs> But it, I, I would, I died so many times that they're like, no, you know what? You just need to go to bed. So it actually had a game over. Yeah, it actually had a game over. And I made, I made it, um, I think the one thing I did, I made it, um, made it to the future. And then I think my brother made it onto Shredder's base. Yeah. And I cannot remember his base. Is it uh, Ultron? The, the Technodrome or whatever. Technodrome. Yeah. That's it. Look, I'm not going to lie. I Googled it. I was trying to figure it out, and I saw a picture. I was like, all right, that's that's what I'm talking about. And my buddy Cassidy, he had the Technodrome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, Turtles in Time, all-time classic, uh, Super Nintendo, and now – Huh? I was just going to say, yeah, definitely one of the best of all time. See, I don't remember Turtles in Time as much as I remember the original TMNT arcade game. Yeah. Because that's what they had in Mazio's Pizza, I believe. Yeah. Our pizza place. But I think they had Turtles in Time at Mr. Gaddy's. Okay. I think. See, I, I, I don't remember. I remember TMNT at the bowling alley that I mentioned. Um, yeah. They had that. And they also had a game called Off-Road, which, like, yeah. I cannot find. I don't know if it's, like, a, a home gaming system now. Like, if it was on NES or anything like that, I cannot find it. I would love to get now, that is, game. Is that, like, the top-down view you're driving the cars? Or am I thinking, thinking of something? No, you're, you're thinking, like, Race USA or something like that. Cruise, cruiser. Racing Cruise. Cruise Racer? Cruising USA? Cruising USA. Thank okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that was a good game, um, the Turtles game, but also off – off-road, which was basically monster trucks. Okay, I think I remember what you're talking about, yeah. But I've only seen it at arcades. But anyways, that's Turtles in Time, all-time classic. Good luck beating that. <laughs> but uh, what, what's your next pick? I'm going to do my best. But uh, yeah, my next pick is... All right, my next pick is going to be WWF... No Mercy for the Nintendo 64. What year did that come out? Is that you leaving because you can't top that? Or, I mean, what's up? No, 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 no. I'm oh, good. Okay. That came out. Um, when did that come out? That came out. I don't know. When Was that it like 99 or something? I think 99. Um, no, I take that back because WrestleMania 2000 was a game. So I think it came out later in 2000, maybe early 2001. And you, you cool if I look it up? Go ahead, please do. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say late two thousands, but No Mercy came out after the wave of classic wrestling games that had pretty much come out. Um WCW versus the World was um 
I believe. Yeah, WCW versus the World was a PlayStation One game. Um, that was the first big wrestling game that came out, like in the late nineties or so. That I kind of got back into playing them. Then you had um, WCW NWO World Tour, then WCW NWO Revenge on the N sixty four, and then uh, mm-hmm. WWF um, got into the swing of things with the WrestleMania two thousand, I believe. And then, of course, the sequel to that was No Mercy. Um, which, in my opinion, took all of those games, combined them, and just kind of perfected everything. Um, WCW Revenge was just a classic, um, and still is. It still holds its, you know, holds up against No Mercy so well. But uh, if you wanted that WWF experience, you'd have to go with that. Um, one of the biggest things it had that got me excited for some reason was it had a ladder match. Which Really? Yeah, it's like there's never been a ladder match in a game before that, as far as I know. Um, and for it being on the N64, it was done incredibly well. Um, I think that was around the time that the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian had really kind of gotten into the ladder matches a lot more on TV and pay-per-view. So yeah, it, a little bit more extreme. Yeah, it definitely capitalized. Hardcore. It, it capitalized on that for sure, yeah. Um yeah, just little things like that. The roster was massive. Um, uh, how you could break a table, which had been done before, but this is the first time I really feel that it was done well. Um, mm-hmm. It's just little things like that that wrestling fans had kind of yearned for in video games, and we kind of got all of them with this. Um, yeah. Do you Did you play this? I, I, I don't recall us ever talking about this. Okay, well, I mean, we kind of touched on my um... – me not having an N64. I had just about, I didn't have Sega. I didn't have N64. I did not have a Game Gear. Um, but my buddies had N64s. And I don't recall playing No Mercy. Um, but it seems like I would have loved it. <laughs> so, but I don't recall playing it. But it's really neat that you tell me that that was the kind of the first one that did a ladder match. Because I'm more of a PS PlayStation guy. Um, So I bought, I would buy like Raw versus SmackDown and they would have ladder matches. And man, ladder matches were so much fun and elimination chambers and stuff like that. Yeah. Anytime you get a group of people playing a game, it's always fun. It doesn't matter if it's Mario Kart or um, the racing. what racing game was that? Darn. Mario Kart? Well, Mario Kart uh, F-Zero. I don't know if you remember F-Zero off of Super yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, they um, had it on uh, 64, I believe. Okay, but anytime you had a bunch of people doing doing this game, it, it was a lot of fun. Well, that's one of those things that's kind of lost on today's generation is sitting in the same room together, plugging in controllers and playing the game in the same room. Um <laughs> you really can't beat that. You're not going to get that same experience playing online and kind of what you already said, that was one of the biggest selling points for no mercy or any of the N64 wrestling games. Yeah. Um, you could sit there and trash talk your friends as you were playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it could probably be argued that N64 created. That was really the first time you could say that they had a classic wrestling game is if you had an N64, you owned one of the WCW or WWF games. Um, yeah, and when when you say something about when you you touched on it, like y'all in the room playing, 
Uh-huh. It, 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 it's like no other. But now you have online playing like Fortnite. We talked about Fortnite before. Yeah. I like the game. I hardly ever play, but um, it's a lot of fun. And when you're by yourself, but you've got your buddies on the other end playing around the world, that just means more uh, stuffed crust pizza for you. <laughs> it does. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, you don't have to buy food for everybody. But, um, but that's my pick. Um, one of the best wrestling games ever made. Um, the gameplay, just just move-wise, it's, it's amazing what they were able to pack into that cart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, greatest game ever made. Not the greatest game ever. One of the greatest wrestling games ever made. Okay. Uh, but that's it. That's my pick. And Gilcrease, I think you're up, man. Okay, so we did not plan it this way, but uh, you touched on the video game. So we're going to keep the wrestling talk going. Wrestle talk. Um, and here's my next pick. WCW NWO Revenge. Great, great game. You mentioned it. Um, this came out about two years prior or before your selection. Um, came out in 98. This game ruled my life. Video games basically ruled my life. Um, I never, never bought a 64, but all my friends had one, so I played it. Played the heck out of it. I just remember all of us getting in the same room, playing it, beating the crap out of Conan, and just <laughs> loving life uh, because we didn't have to do anything. Um, but I, I, you're you're more video game savvy, and and you would probably remember this. What video game? Because in my eyes, Revenge or the World Tour one, which one introduced blood first? I'm pretty do you remember. Positive. Or which which wrestling video game period or what? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Period. I guess. Um, Would it be Raw? I, off I think PS One. I think the very first wrestling game to maybe, maybe introduce blood, and I'm I'm probably wrong in this was uh, Fire Pro Wrestling, which was a um, primarily a Japanese based wrestling game, but they brought it over here, um, mm. and they're actually about to re release it on the PS Four. Um, really? Yeah, it would be a great game to check out if you haven't. But yeah, I think that might have been the first one that introduced blood. But World Tour did have blood. Okay. See, World Tour was really good, but yeah. Revenge, for some reason, was just it just took it over the top. I mean, the roster alone was, was solid. Yeah. Um, it was just a really good game that I loved when in my youth, and I really hope that if they do the N64 mini classic, I doubt they throw a wrestling game on there. I really do. But if they did, I would hope that they would throw on Revenge yeah. or their uh, No Mercy. I, I remember I probably played that at some point. But look, yesterday in the car, I was texting you and Adam. And I said I was going to, I think Rustin, I was, going, I was in the car. And I was trying to think of some of my favorite video games. I pulled up the intro, the opening credits to the WCW NWO Revenge. I know what you're and, talking about. It's so funny now. And it, it's the truck driver, which is basically it looks like a scene from um, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> yes. uh, 
anyways, it makes no sense. It made zero sense. And I Googled like opening credits, opening scene, NWO, uh, WCW Revenge. And it was just, it opened up a floodgate of these two people in a chat room or some, it was a link. And it was basically, they're trying to figure out who the truck driver was. <laughs> and like, they're like, no, it's actually Ming. They just put him in different clothes <laughs> and all this. <laughs> so I sat there while my wife was on the phone driving. I know that's a horrible, but I sat there <laughs> and just watched the opening video. And I was just like, there's no point to this at all. No. And if people don't remember, it come, it's a truck driver. It, a wrestling video game. It's a truck driver driving down the interstate. In Atlanta, Georgia. On a, a sting is standing in front of him on the highway in the rain. Yeah, with no explanation. With something on fire to the side of the like like graves, like headstones. Yeah. Or, or something. On yeah. fire and he's just standing there with a bat and he's just bulky, like blocky, <laughs> I guess you could say. Just standing there in front of and then the next thing, like he slams on his brakes, trying not to hit sting. And then the next thing is like lights or or a um Heart monitor, beep beep, beep beep, yeah. and it yeah. shows like Hogan's <laughs> turning around, like Hollywood Hogan turning around, and it's just like, yeah. how? What? I mean, I like it, but how does this even play into it? But I don't know. There's Anyways, sense. that's that's my selection. That's one of my favorite uh, wrestling video games. And I, I'm, I mean, just to touch on real quick, it had some of the best entrances up to that point. It really implemented the entrance and like the entrance stages so incredibly well. Yes, and I remember like I watched like uh, the intro and all that. Like I said, they even had DDP had like bandages wrapped around his waist. Yeah. That was during the time where Dom Dallas Page wore like bandages around his ribs for like two years for some reason. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, wrestling. We're all about it here, but um, do you go ahead and pick the next one? All right. My next pick is going to be a newer game, actually, and that pick is my next pick is Batman Arkham Knight for the PlayStation 4. Uh, I believe this came out in 2015, so this was I think this is definitely the newest game on our list here. Um, Yeah. Kind of a controversial pick, only because it is such a new game. And look, I could have listed 20 of my favorite video games of all time, but I want to throw something kind of new in there. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight is, of course, one of the games in the Batman Arkham series um, that I, that's been coming out for like the past, I don't know, seven, eight years or something like that. Yeah, I, I would say so. I think you've played. I think we've talked about one before I, I don't remember but arkham knight was on ps4 um and it absolutely perfected the i call it kind of the graphic novel version of batman kind of the, mm. you know the later 90s mid 90s later 90s um just dark 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 uh version of batman that you kind of came to to see and love in the uh christopher nolan films um yeah it has i think it has literally every batman villain well, not everyone. There's some really wacky ones out there. But um, if they're not in the game, if they're not featured in the game, there's little Easter eggs talking about them. Um, 
is probably one of the best looking games um, at that time for the PS4. But yeah, I, have you played this one, this particular one, Gilcrease? It's, I mean, such a classic game. I, honestly, they all kind of run together for me. Yeah. Um, but I rem- I don't know which one it is. But I'm going to tell you a scene, and maybe it maybe it's that. Okay. Um, I was playing one. I was at the time I was it was just me and my wife were dating. I was house sitting for her. I brought that PS4 over, um, and I played a, the Batman the Batman game, and the Joker like. It was like this gas chamber looking thing, and Batman was running around. And he was trying to unhook something, and then something went off. Like I was trying to defuse a bomb or something like that. It went off, and Batman was holding his face, and he turned around. And it was the Joker, mm-hmm. and I fell out of the chair. It scared <laughs> me so bad. It's like eleven thirty p.m. Yeah, lights are off. The dog's in its kennel, and for some reason, it just scared the the bejesus out of me (laughs) and like I fell over and I will say I love these Batman games. They're awesome. I really do. Mm. Um, I cannot play uh, first person shooter games like call of duty because I get like motion sickness. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, like when you're whooping tail on that Arkham Asylum games, (laughs) like he's going so fast and the camera is just kind of spinning yeah, like I I will get sick, so I can't play that often. Yeah, I no, I know what you're saying. I mean, you pretty much jump, you know, from enemy to enemy as you're playing. Um, yeah, it's such great combat, though. I mean, it just you know, it's so seamless the way they put it. Yeah, together. it's one of the best, and it's honestly like you touched on. It's just like a Christopher Nolan movie and graphic novel. So, and that's that's the Batman I loved. I didn't like the Batman and Robin. Or the mm. Batman, even Batman Forever was a little bit too, too much for me. I think for when the they time, put Batman Forever was really good, but yeah, looking back on it now, it's uh, it's kind of hard to watch. Yeah, I had to say no once. Like George Clooney was Batman, and there was yeah. nipples on the bat suit. I just <laughs> said no, thank you. But I'm I'm glad. I hope, man, I really hope Matt Reeves gets it right with mm. the Batman. Yeah, yeah, there's still hope for it, but um. But yeah, that that's you know that's my next pick. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people loved this game, but a lot of people hated this. I'm not hated, but they had a lot to say about it. Um, mm. You drive the Batmobile a lot, which I thought was great. I thought it was so much yeah. fun. But you can also turn the Batmobile into a tank, and there were there were a lot of tank levels, Batmobile tank levels. Um, yeah, I loved it. I don't know. A lot of people kind of had gripes about it. I thought it was one of the best games up until that point on the PS4. I think it's hands down the best Batman game ever made. So um, I will say at some point, like I understand Gotham is gritty and dark yeah, and, and gray. You want a daytime Gotham? <laughs> but man, I could like, sometimes I couldn't see what I was supposed to do. <laughs> and, and I, I remember at one point I was just like, I stopped playing. Cause I had to do something and then I got back in it like a couple of months later and I was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like it, it just, I left in a, in the middle of something and I don't know what am I supposed to do? Go, go look for poison Ivy. What? <laughs> that's so, what, you, that's what you should always do by default, but yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, that's my pick. 
best Batman game ever made. If you want to play the worst Batman game ever made, uh, check out uh, Batman Forever on Super Nintendo. But I'm not going to talk about that because I'm sure we'll do top uh, of our least favorite video games of all time. Real quick, did uh, you ever play Batman Begins? No, I, I it was on the Xbox One or the the first Xbox, right? I can't I can't remember. I, I stumbled across a web page or or YouTube and it talked about games that kind of fell through the cracks and now they're hard to find or something like that. Yeah. But Batman Begins was one that just fell through the cracks and it wasn't well received or something like that. But that we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember hearing about it. Yeah, I never played it though. So but uh I think we need to go over to your pick. So I think this is my final pick, and it's a doozy. So, uh, for my final pick, I would have to choose Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, oh man. man. Classic. And controversial. <laughs> Very. <laughs> the, the thing is, is, like, I, it was the first one I saw was Grand Theft Auto 3. And I remember going to Blockbuster. Yes, there was such a thing. Um, we can talk about that and, after episode, at least. Yeah. And there's a uh, – I, I would rent it. And then, like, I, I went down the aisle. I was like, well, where's two and one? So yep. one was only on PS1, I believe. Yes. And it – like, if you go back and look at the graphics, holy smokes. Well, it's like more it's, uh, top-down view, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you drive, and I don't know. Anyways, but in Grand Theft Auto 3, I never played 2. They didn't even make a 2. There, there, was, a, there was a 2. I think it took place over uh, in the UK, actually. Oh, okay. Um, so this is the first game that when I picked up the controllers and I started playing, in my mind, I was like, Oh my gosh, this this pushes like the gaming experience, the gaming world forward and it evolves. Mm-hmm. Like that was my first thought when I started playing. I was like, I've never played anything like this. And honestly, it kind of just changed games in my eyes. It did. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the open world concept, it definitely Yeah. Did. There yeah. was no scrolling screen. It was open world. You know, you could do just about anything and everything in that game i mean fire a bazooka pick up a prostitute fly a helicopter you could do it all <laughs> that you was good yeah. you could and it was just it was just i i can't remember what year it came out i was in high school we were in high school that was in uh and 2001 i believe 2001 yeah no came it had out. to been 2000 it had to been 99 or 2000 it came out october 2001 Stand corrected. <laughs> um, but I just remember playing it, and I had some buddies over. My dad was there. I was playing it. I was driving. I went and got this super smoking car, like really cool. It looked like a Dodge Viper. Mm-hmm. And I, my dad's like, hey, you need to turn it off. Your new friends need to go home. It's like, Gary, just let me do this. So I get this car. Gary, I'm learning some really dangerous skills in this game. You probably couldn't yeah. tell me that. So I I bust out the windshield. <laughs> I steal the car. 
And my dad's like, hey, you need to turn this off. So I'm driving like a maniac trying to put it put it into the save garage. Uh-huh. And finally I saved it. But here here's the main reason I'm picking this. <laughs> and like you could do just about anything. It was totally nuts and I loved it. Um I, I played think, the mo- huh? I think I know what you're gonna say. But. Oh, I don't know. What do you think I'm gonna say? I, I don't know. I'm thinking you're going to talk about the radio stations, but maybe not. No, actually, I didn't even think about that. But um, I still have the most recent one. And a, like a few months after my wife and I got married, I played it. <laughs> and she was, I mean, she's never heard of Grand Theft Auto, I don't think. Uh-huh. Um, she might have seen it, but um, she was, uh, what the kids say nowadays, she was shook. um she told me i was a horrible driver (laughs) why are you doing these things and um because like when we dated i never talked or played video games around her and so she was so proud of proud of me not being a, a a video a gamer quote uh, like she told her friends, like, oh yeah, he doesn't play video games, blah blah. blah. But once we got married, I threw her in the deep end <laughs> with Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's that's a heck of a uh, starter right there. Yeah, and like I just remember I'm playing it, busting out windshields on top of roofs, doing whatever I want to do in this world. I got the cheat code for unlimited life. <laughs> I'm gonna downgrade those police stars, and like I'm. I got every gun imaginable, and my wife's over there like, why did you hit that lady in the face to get her car? Why why, why are you not stopping at the red light? (laughs) Why are you on top of this building? Why do you have all these guns? And I was like, I had to pause. I was like, look, it's Grand Theft Auto. Why why did you just hijack an airplane? I don't know. Uh, That would have blown her mind. Yeah, you can do my, that. My husband has his pilot license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is, again, like with the Batman deal that you selected, I mm. stopped at a point, and now if I go back and try to replay the game, I would have to start all over because I'm in between a mission, or I stopped in the middle of a mission, and I don't know what to do. So well, now I the, just drive around. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to do a story. Just you don't have to game. do a single mission. Yeah, <laughs> you just run the roads. Yep. I I pick I'm like I was a taxi driver. I played the game one time for two hours. All I did I was a taxi driver. <laughs> now, and it you, was and I had a blast. Did you ever do the thing where you tried to follow traffic rules and not break any rules or anything? No. I think but, that's I, I think that's a female thing. I don't know. I remember my sister always doing that she would play it but she would actually drive like a normal citizen okay can i go ahead and guess which sister yeah was it blair yes because i don't see ashlyn playing the game i can't see her playing grand theft auto no so but uh yeah that that's one of my favorite games and it's and it's always fun to go to because like you said you don't have to do the mission you can just go and do whatever i wish I heard a rumor, and I think I sent it to you right when I heard it because only you would you would understand my obsession with this. There was a rumor that uh, Grand Theft Auto Six 
was going to be basically the drive character, Ryan Gosling's drive character. I don't recall that, but that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh man, I you wish never know. I put on that scorpion jacket. They're making it right now. So I now I might be wrong in this, but I'm almost positive you can get a scorpion jacket in Grand Theft Auto Five, but it's not a scorpion. It's um, it's something else. I think it's like a crab or something. Oh gosh! <laughs> but it looks, no. but it looks just like the jacket. I mean, it's obviously supposed to be it. Well, I got, I gotta go. I gotta go play now. <laughs> I gotta get that. I gotta get oh. that crab jacket. Oh. You, you basically, you, you, uh, you finish a mission where you have to blow up a, a Joe's crab shack, <laughs> and you get one of the employee jackets. <laughs> well, um, I know we're. Uh, I know you got one more, and I'm, I'm looking forward to to hearing your last selection. So, uh, why don't you uh, take us home? All right. The next pick is going to be. Well, actually, the last pick is going to be. All right, my next and final pick is going to be Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest. This is for the Super Nintendo. It came out in November of 95, I believe. And I actually got it that year for Christmas alongside uh, my Super Nintendo. So I was about, a, I don't know, two years or so late to the game getting a Super Nintendo. I'd been wanting it forever. And wow, what a what a game to get alongside it. I mean... You want to talk about perfection in the uh, 2D platformer uh, category. This is pretty much it. Um, I would put this alongside the likes of Mario and really anything else that has you know claimed itself um, as being a classic. It's just overall one of the best games for the system. Um, funny enough, it, it also has probably one of the most sought-after soundtracks that you cannot find. Um, really yeah it goes for a lot of money on ebay actually but um it's a beautiful soundtrack probably one of the best game soundtracks ever it could be put it's in the top five of all time it has to be um just such a fun game such great graphics um i remember getting up on saturday mornings and um playing this all the time um we only had one tv in our house so i pretty much had to wake up before everyone else so I could actually get on it and play. Yeah. Um, it was a two-player game. You could play as either uh, Diddy Kong or Dixie Kong, which was uh, a female monkey, I guess, or ape, whatever. Um, so two people could play at the same time, which was similar to the first Donkey Kong Country. But, um, yeah, once everyone else got up, it was kind of game over because I would either have to play with either one of my sisters um, yeah, and there was really no use playing because you know you would never make it past like the second level. So uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would they would they would torture you. They would really... they would just bring you down. Uh, I remember one of my favorite levels in the game um, was uh, what was it called? I think it was called the Crazy Kremlin Coaster or something. It was basically you were in a minecart and you were on a roller coaster. Um, yes. Do you remember that? I thought that was the yes. best level because you could see like a carnival behind them and fireworks were going off and it was just such a pretty level and it was just so much fun. Um, that was just one of those games that you just had fun with. I mean, there was just, it was nonstop fun and you can't say that about a lot of games now. Um, yeah. A lot of, a lot of the games nowadays, it's just too like serious. Well that, and 
you know, it's just, it's one of the last of its kind, one of the last great platformers really. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my pick. Did you ever play Donkey Kong Country one or two or there were, I remember playing one. Yeah. But I think on the Super Nintendo Mini Classic, I think it's Donkey Kong Country 2, right? Um, no, it has one on there. I wish it had two, actually. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's my final pick. Um, it can be found on any of the eShops, the, the, uh, the Wii, Wii U, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a play. Definitely check it out. And I think that's our list, man. Yeah, I think, I think we're uh, done. We survived. I know we survived our first official uh, podcast. Yeah, I don't think it was too bad for our first ever one. I, you know, I'm sure as time goes on, we'll perfect little things or whatever. But uh, yeah, it was a great, great list too. Great picks. I think I think I'm just going to retire while on top here like i don't think i don't think the podcast could get any better so i think i'm just gonna i'm gonna reach out on top yeah 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 so send it there let's uh i think we uh let's pick one from each other's list like our our what we consider to be the best one out of each other's list out of your list i think because i didn't play the zelda or um there was another one that i didn't play that i can't remember off the top of my head I didn't play no. I don't recall playing No Mercy, so uh-huh. I'm going to Metal Gear Solid because that's nice. a great franchise, and it was a lot of fun. And man, like I remember playing it and getting the Pizza Hut demo disc. <laughs> um, yeah, for some reason I when I think of Grand Theft or when I think of uh, Metal Gear, I think of Pizza Hut now because of that. Yeah, and it, I mean it was. I don't know. It was it was like one of the like I said, I'm not huge, huge into a lot of video games, but I just recall that being like one of the first ones that that really felt like something, you know special. It's good yeah, special or something something unique's coming. So Yeah. Well good. I like it. Good we treatment. we had it. We had yeah. that and we had um can't remember all the ps1 games we had but i remember we got a ps1 for christmas Mm. and my parents bought it at montgomery ward that's no longer around um awesome and it was on their ironing board and they went out they went out somewhere me and my brother were in at the house and my mom goes hey you know y'all don't snoop around looking for uh christmas gifts because we don't have any here (laughs) well i immediately went to their bedroom and saw it in a montgomery ward bag and I think we got uh, got a lot of games, but Metal Gear Solid, yeah, that's a solid pick. Very, very yeah. good. Uh, um, now let remind me of yours. We had Grand Theft Auto Three. We had uh, Sunset Riders. Turtles in Time. Ninja Turtles. Turtles in Time. Uh, Revenge. Revenge. Is that? And what else? I think that's five. But anyways, re- um, Grand Theft Auto. Three. Oh, NCAA football. NCAA. That's yeah. right. Um, my pick is from your list. is definitely going to be Turtles yeah. in Time. Um, Turtles in Time. Once again, it was just one of those sequels I perfected on the original. Um, on the original TMNT arcade game, it also had one of probably the best uh, box art 
covers. Yeah, it, uh, for the- it intrigued you. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's like the it's like the prettiest looking um, drawing of like the turtles and stuff. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely one of those games that you would pass like in Blockbuster and just see the box art and be like, "I'm playing this." I mean, I have no choice, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just a classic uh, cartoon series. Probably their best game. I don't think they've had a better game since. I agree. Uh, definitely my awesome, awesome choice. Yeah, not bad. But uh, I think that's it. Are we done? We are done with this podcast. Yeah. Goodbye, podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> See you later. But uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any feedback, let us know. Um, we have uh, Gmail. What's our Gmail address? Uh, Friday5podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter is just Friday5podcast. And same with Instagram, Friday5podcast. Now, to confirm, is that the number five or the word five? The number five. Like, yeah, number like five. DDP, self high five. <laughs> Very good. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have enjoyed your time here. Um, we will be back. Our goal is to make one every Friday. So, um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you again. Bye. Bye.